0: Stupid Wizards Actual People contains content for adults. Content warnings can be found in episode descriptions. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Stupid Wizards Actual People, a tabletop role-playing improv podcast. My name is Derek Dix, and I'm playing Vincent Greybane. Vincent is a swashbuckling monster hunter rogue who has some really confusing relationships with multiple different dogs.
1: I'm Josh Matney. I play Kellen Greybane, a monster hunting warlock who maybe not right now, but is sure he's never going to hear the end of it from his from his father about all the books and scrolls that he burned up during the office fight. It's pretty irresponsible. Saving his life, but, you know, it's pretty irresponsible, I'm sure. That's like a typical dad thing, though, too.
2: My name's Elizabeth Ryan. I play Willow the Warforged Fighter, and Willow hopes that decapitation and heart removal will be enough to keep Michael dead this time.
3: Spoiler alert. It's not. What? (laughs) And hello, my name is Drew Burton. I'll be running this game as your DM. And I am shocked to find that, as of last night, that Cars 2 is actually rated G- because it contains machine gun violence and car torture porn.
0: Can <laughs> <laughs> not tell us what happened last time, Elizabeth?
2: A lot happened last time. Yeah, I have, like, a, a whole lot of it. A
0: lot did happen last time, and I don't remember any of it.
2: Well, um, so what happened was we split the party. Again. Again. You know, I think that's just, like, kind of the way we like to play.
0: That didn't happen last time. That happened the time before last.
2: Yes. Um, the
0: party was already split.
3: Yes.
2: Fair. So we started with Vincent running into Gibbles in the alleyway. And Vincent tried to reason with the Shadow Mastiff.
0: He doesn't listen.
2: And Gibbles becomes the shadow that we've been all facing this entire time and attacks. Oh, I have a little note in here that says Gibbles is suspiciously good at imitating Belimethy as he summons more little shadow minions. And that was just like a note for myself. But Drew has quelled the suspicion that Gibbles has been Belimethy this whole time. That is not the case. Drew just raised his eyebrows at me. <laughs> Kellen leaves the bar and begins to look for Vincent in the market and he runs into his mom. And awkward conversations and weird apologies and dinner plans and quick catching up happens. And Willow is walking through the market and overhears two artisans talking about a stranger that has come to town described suspiciously like Michael. Particularly because he has said his name is Michael.
1: It's a good giveaway. The (laughs) world's greatest
2: detective. (laughs) They say he was heading toward the college and with a half-hearted promise to come back to their booth willow heads to the college determinedly by herself vincent is trying his best against gibbles and kellen and Cinny run into willow on her way to the college kellen decides to go with willow to help protect his father much to willow's denied annoyance
1: <laughs> we're really just a party that gets along with each other
2: are we <laughs> Senny volunteers to find Vincent Vincent drinks to get br- a broken bottle weapon and then yeah, grabs Gibbles <laughs> and then grabs Gibbles by the tongue He tries again to talk sense into Gibbles, and then Willow... I don't think that
0: dog understands common. I
2: don't think he does. Willow and Kellen arrive at the college and find the beginnings of a bloodbath. They find Michael cornering Edward Greybane in his office. Edward Greybane, we learn, is Kellen and Vincent's dad. We didn't get his name last time, so... They square up and begin initiative. Vincent isn't too great in the alley, but neither is Gibbles. Whose mouth that, is injured and unable to conjure more shadows. That
0: should read: Derek was too stupid to figure out Drew's puzzle, so just resorted to violence. <laughs> Dude,
3: it's it's so funny because you were so fucking close, like because yeah, I'm like, oh, it got lighter, oh, it got lighter again, and then, like you failed one more time,
1: like I'm done. Fuck yeah, this. fuck this. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I was screaming in my mind watching that happen because I was like, this is the simplest thing ever. Okay, he got it. Oh, he stopped doing it. Wait, I don't know. You carry on.
2: <laughs> I blocked it out. You had to.
3: There, was, there were three entrances to the alley, right? Uh-huh. You had to leave them in the right order to get out. It was like a puzzle. And he got he got two of them right because it got lighter. He went through another one. It got lighter again. And instead of going through the third one, he tries running back forth the two you already did. And I was like, it resets.
1: <laughs> it's super dark.
3: Like it's like as you get brighter, like hey, you're there's more than one, one way shadows. to solve your puzzle, Puzzle Man. And I <laughs> solved is. it. was actually it was actually a it was actually a, ter- it was actually a throwback. See if Josh gets the reference. I, I numbered them two, th- one, two, and three were the exits. What do you think the correct order was? Uh, Two, three,
1: one. It was. Yeah. It's an awkward time throwback for the deck 23 is number deco one. Deco yeah. Yeah. Genius. <laughs>
2: <Right>? <laughs> Willow gets thrown out the window by Michael, and Kellen and Edward have to face the shadows alone. Vincent is having a yakety sax chase up and down the alley. Willow begins the climb. <laughs> While Kellen and Edward are barely holding out against Michael.
1: Barely? I was fine.
2: (laughs) I don't know. I just. Edward
1: was not. Edward. My dad wasn't, but I was fine.
2: Well, if you would like to take notes to change how I embellish details, by all means, be my guest. No, I don't want
1: to. I don't want to. (laughs) So
2: you're just going to criticize how I take notes. I was was fine. (laughs) To be fair, I take horrible notes. At least they're accurate, though. Vincent has had enough. Has Gibbles. (laughs)
1: <laughs> what?
2: That's what I
0: hear. Why are you writing like a fucking 1930s detective, <laughs> like a noir film?
2: Cindy <laughs> appears in the alley to get Vincent and Gibble's lunges. Vincent is just quick enough to get Gibble's in a quick chokehold, knocking both prone. Vincent uses a piece of broken bottle to stab into Gibble's. Neck. I
0: was going to I am legend that dog. Just so we're clear. So you choke it out? Yeah, that was my my in my head. I was like, I'm gonna I am legend this dog. <laughs>
2: gibble's shadow magic dissipates and also he dies and also he dies oh that's not what i said as he dies oh and
0: also he dies
2: <laughs> his magic dissipates as he dies it's
0: like going from film noir to a third grader didn't know how to end a book
2: <laughs> I see it. So then he tells vincent about michael and the college and vincent begins his way downing a health potion Willow uses her Echo to teleport behind Michael and finish him off. She removes his head and heart to prevent him coming back like last time. Vincent helps Kellen carry their dad home. Quinn and some guards arrive at the scene. Very comprehensive.
0: Those are good notes. Yeah. Those were very good notes.
2: I feel like I'm being patronized, no. too, but I'm no, going to just. No, were good notes, because I
0: don't remember shit that happened other than me trying to I am Legend Gibbles
1: and not I knowing what the puzzle I, was. In my headcanon, that's what I thought you did. I don't remember you stabbing him. He you stabbed me. him. I thought he broke him the broken glass. I thought you broke his neck. No, because I I had, I set up the broken glass, and then the glass paid off. Yeah, he
3: broke but
0: the neck. But you know what leg.
1: hasn't been revealed yet? The slice of cheese.
3: True. That is true. You're so right. It was a wedge of cheese,
0: a wedge first of all. A wedge of cheese. slice
3: wedge. Dude, that's in... It's gonna be there. <laughs> I'm gonna find a way to work a wedge of cheese in my fucking story. You guys, wait.
1: <laughs> I thought you said you already had to come. I lied.
3: <laughs> I <laughs> lied. <laughs> I lie all the time to you
1: guys. I don't... <laughs> that's wait, true. do you lie when you say you love me? No. <laughs> so, guys...
2: <laughs> do you lie when you love me? no <laughs> wait why'd you say it different to her though
3: <laughs> listen elizabeth i would never lie about loving you josh i wouldn't lie about loving you <laughs> <laughs> So yes, yeah, so you guys are like carrying your really wounded father down some stairs and the town guard runs up and leading them is quinn and he's like
2: does he have his quarter
3: staff he doesn't actually That makes sense.
0: He seems like a very thought, like he he thinks things through and would understand that probably carrying around the thing that we said put the town in
1: danger. Bad idea. He seems like a very intelligent person. But didn't didn't Drew just fuck up? Because I'm pretty sure. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. We have to check the tapes. But didn't Quinn say he was going to, like, sequester himself?
3: He did, but there was an emergency at the college where the fucking thing was burning Can't down. be trusted is and all I'm saying. to be fair,
0: it's not Quinn that's putting the town in danger. He sequestered the item that's putting the town in danger.
3: Yes, he does. You notice he does not ha- he never went anywhere without that staff. He does not have his staff on him. All right, just, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it turns out this like really nice redheaded lady comes in and she asked for it. And he's like, yeah, sure you can have yeah, it. Yeah, you can have <laughs> it. Yeah. So he runs up he's like, alright, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, he's directing some people who like run and they start using great water on the fire starts so try putting them out. He's like, all right, uh, I guess we're gonna go back to the garrison.
0: Well, can we drop our dad off at the medical center? We or... have clerics there. Okay,
3: Oh, well, I guess we'll follow you then. There's gonna be some questions. I'm sure there will be. Primarily as to why Kellen is burning down the school. Oh, good. We've established that I'm the one that burned it. I did. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Kellen, Kellen, wait for a lawyer. He's like, he's like, he's like, <laughs> citizen, do you use fire magic?
2: Why are you calling me citizen? My name is Willow.
3: I apologize. Willow, did you use uh, fire magic? No. And Vincent, do you use fire magic?
2: Are we being detained? No. Then why are you questioning us here?
3: I'm just... I, you do not have to... I, you're right. You do not have to answer any questions. <laughs>
1: Quinn, you don't... You if don't I have...
2: learned anything with our interaction with Bagsby, we do not speak to anyone without a lawyer present.
1: <laughs> Quinn, you don't have to do this. I... I... Yeah, I set fire to the...
2: How do you do this? Stop.
1: <laughs> What? Why? <laughs> I guess we can question
3: right here. I have a cleric here, like, just in case Because the exact he thing, working on your daddy, The, like, the exact thing
1: that I warned you about happened. They're here looking for the, your staff, then why? Are and that, they attacked.
3: The, why is the garrison, why is the school attacked? The staff's not here. Because
1: my dad's a researcher. He has
3: books on everything.
0: Yeah, I think they were looking for information on what the staff could be. It's very possible they don't know what it is. They just have an idea of more grand what it is. It's a staff. But they might not know exactly what it looks like or they could have been getting more information. Specifically, his name was Michael. He was a little freak from – where was
1: he from? Woodsbin.
0: Woodsbin. He's a little freak from Woodsbin who was possessed by these shadow creatures, shadow stalkers that – Shadow stalkers don't usually possess people. I, I, it uses triangles or something. I don't know. I don't know magic.
3: Shadow stalkers are a real creature in D&D. <laughs> Wait, but that's what we called these things. That's yeah, what you called them. And that's, that's what what he's like. But that's what they are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <that is. laughs> but he's like Quin they come knows from, a sh- they come Quinn knows what
0: Quinn
3: Quinn has fought shadow stalkers before. He's like generally possess people, but no, they use like
0: geometry to summon them.
3: Oh, something you just dubbed a shadow stalker.
0: Not me. I
1: point at Kellen. Yeah, I mean they're shadows, and they seem to stalk it you. And it doesn't
3: matter, Kellen. We had a whole summit about different types of undead creatures, and we talked. In great length about what a shadow stalker is. You know what? It's fine. You're not in the guild anymore. The guild's not even a thing anymore. It's okay. Yeah,
1: it doesn't matter. The thing is, what I told you was going to happen and warned you about is currently happening. And we don't know if there are more people out there right now. And my dad... Bennett,
3: too, Ru- at least. Bennett, Rugson, get back to the garrison. Double guard on the vault again.
1: Did you tell him about
3: Silas? Uh, Who's Silas? Fuck. I forgot it all about Silas. Okay, can listen. we
2: leave? Can we go to the garrison where it's more comfortable?
3: Absolutely. I guess we, we can talk and walk. I'll walk you guys home.
0: Well, dad needs to see a cleric.
3: But there's clerics that came oh, right. so around. Okay. They're right. like curing. Like magic works fast. He's not sure. like a like couple of cure wound spells. And he's like, I'm great. You, Tony the tiger now? <laughs> <laughs> that's our dad. Dad, there's a whole bowl of frosted flakes. And you hear him mutter something under his breath about like three years of research.
0: <laughs> <laughs> dad, do you want to come with us to the station? Or um, do you think you'd be better at home?
3: If you'd be more comfortable at your home than the station, I can finish this line of questioning at your home. You're not formally charged anything. This is voluntary information. If you don't want to volunteer any information, we can get you a defender.
0: No, I mean, we could just go home. Is that okay with you? I mean, I don't think we need to bring this home.
2: There is more firepower at the garrison.
0: Okay, let's just go to the garrison. I don't want to have to debate this.
3: Okay, we can go to the garrison.
0: Mom, take Dad home, and we'll be there shortly. Oh, okay. And well part ways.
3: You guys will get to the garrison. So Quinn will just take you to his office. Be like, okay, let me get this straight. The shadow creatures attacked the
1: school. Well, Michael attacked the school. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I guess I... Assuming, uh, I assume Michael attacked the school. Michael was in the school when there was blood and carnage, so it seems he like... He was attacking your one. father.
0: Do we want to start from the beginning? We're at the bar.
2: I have his head. Would you like to speak with dead?
3: You took... Okay. Yeah, that's a great idea, actually. <laughs> yeah, we can get a cleric in here. And And I like pulled out the
2: the bag that I have his head in.
3: Okay, just (laughs) taking heads. Cool.
2: He has come back to life one time. I did I was trying to avoid it happening again. It was like the most logical conclusion I could come to.
3: Yes, logical.
2: I am not a cleric. I don't understand. (laughs) She's
0: the other hand's heart just waving (laughs) around as she's talking with her hands.
3: (laughs) An older woman will come in. God damn, the fucking
0: visual of your white, like porcelain skin stained with blood is metal as
3: shit. It's so cool. It's pretty cool. All right, who am I? Who am I speaking with? Oh my god, that's a head. <laughs> <laughs> he was just somebody who's like died of old age or something. Well, it's fine. It's fine. five questions. Do we have the five questions?
2: Quinn, you are the one that has all the questions for us. We know where he came from. Ooh, do we have anything about Tabitha or, yeah, or I guess Silas that we can? we could want ask to where
0: Silas is or I mean, he doesn't have to answer though. Is a shit part.
2: Michael is very can we, talkative. Can
0: we do the uh, speak with dead inside a zone of truth?
3: I don't know if anybody's ever asked that question before ever. I could probably get a zone of truth going also. Let me get another cleric in here to cast <laughs> zone of truth. We don't just keep one like scrying the floor like some places do. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me get somebody.
0: I'm so smart.
3: Another person comes in. They take the 10 minutes to draw the circle and cast the spell. And they're like. In that
0: 10 minutes, we'll tell Quinn our side of like from the bar forward. Okay. And
3: he's like. Hudson, I need you to go check out this alley and collect that dog party. If these things come back to life, I don't want that in the town. That's true. I didn't think about Gibbles coming back.
1: What is with you and
3: dogs?
2: How does Gibbles fit into all of this?
3: So
0: you
1: just recapped everyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, so the... I don't remember exactly. It was the guy with the green cape at the end with the bartender that I had sex with. You remember? The Was he a dwarf? Yeah. His name was Jordan. I don't know his you name. You
2: didn't have sex with Jordan.
0: No, I had sex with the bartender. But that was. The, what does
2: the bartender have to do with Jordan?
0: That's where we met Jordan, was at that bar. Elizabeth oh. was writing a note down. That's what happened. <laughs> Vincent's memories are just like where intervals between he had sex. sex.
2: Oh, okay. So you have sex with a bartender. Yes. So you met Jordan.
0: Well, so who when had we, were in, we were in Woods Bend and I was investigating the cabin, I was attacked by Jordan and Gibbles and I killed Jordan. Because Gibbles wouldn't listen. And Jordan was what was Jordan doing? So Jordan Recap. He had overheard Kellen. Lie.
3: Kellen lied about having the Faster. He's like, tell them we have the Faster. Ah, ah, ah. like try to catch somebody out in the like trying to like lure people out. He lured Jordan out, but Jordan found you. It was a good plan. So but Jordan, Jordan
0: was working for Tabitha, right?
3: Jordan was just like a bounty hunter. He like, they just hired him to be like
0: So Gibbles doesn't really fit into this at all, other than he just happens to be a shadow.
3: So a little backstory about Jordan. Jordan and Gibbles were like inseparable. That was his reign. Gibbles was was just a very
0: old dog. He was old
3: and he was dying. So So the shadow people came in like, hey, we'll pay you and we'll keep your dog young. And he's like, okay,
0: cool. So I don't make deals with bad people, folks. You know, you end up losing the whole way through. So
3: he took the job and then you killed him. So
0: technically, I put down an old aging sick dog. I did a favor.
1: I think technically you put down a dog that wasn't doing anything bad. It was attacking me. Well, like, but initially, though, you killed its owner. (laughs) Who was attacking me? But he was just a a good boy. (laughs) I
2: tried. I love how your burning down the inn is attacking... (laughs) It's me self-defending
0: myself. (laughs) And only killing people that are relevant to the self-defense. I
1: self-defensed myself, too, with the inn. And killed people that didn't have anything to do with the self-defense. It was... They were... By innocent bystanders (laughs) caught in the wrong place at the wrong time. I didn't know the fireball was going to be that big.
0: (laughs) I didn't know that the 20 foot fireball was going to be 20 feet.
3: (laughs) Kind of like uh, Gibbles didn't know that his master was going to attack some guy and then get killed. for it. I tried to talk to the dog. He's a dog. Have you tried
1: talking to train your dog better, man? So getting back into this. What is it with you and dogs, Vince? I don't know. Why is everything around you connected with dogs? Apparently everything around me is connected with death and fire, but for you, it's dogs. Also, I'm still trying to deal with her cutting off that guy's head and tearing his heart out. That one's new. That that was new. Yeah, that's that's crazy. It's kind of
2: fucked up. It's kind of out of left field for me, honestly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It makes sense, though. Just like defending yourself against an animal that's attacking you. Trying to keep the thing that keeps coming back to life from coming back to life totally makes sense and is very logical and reasonable. So
2: I'm very glad you see my logic. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't think I don't see your logic. It's just you. That haven't... is the most
2: important thing right now, though. Your logic, yes.
1: <laughs> yes, to who? I think she Both. might. Be,
0: I think she might be a sociopath, guys. I don't think she feels feelings the same way everybody else does. No, I do not. All right, how's, okay. the, how's this uh, zone of truth looking? It's ready. Like, you
3: guys are standing in the zone of truth <laughs> talking
0: to each other.
2: <laughs> we, just oh, look at
3: all,
0: it,
1: we just didn't realize that we felt like, the same. <laughs> I don't do the magic. I don't want to be in the zone of truth anymore. <laughs>
2: bad things happen. No, you do bad things, and then you don't want to tell the truth about it. What?
1: Quinn looks
3: at you as you're standing in the circle. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck! <laughs>
1: Do you step out of the circle very quickly? No! I think he caught me off guard. I'm, I'm willing to let that play out. All right.
2: Okay, back to the questions, though. What are the five questions Kellen, did you want kill
1: your gu- guild members? I looked down. <laughs> See, I'm still
3: in the circle of truth. Arizona zone of truth. You can do the saving throw now if you want to try to resist. Yeah. I mean, he's going to know. Well, the cleric who cast it will know. 18 on the dice. Yeah. So you can lie if you want. No. He looks over at the cleric, and they're like... <laughs>
0: Can (laughs) we have a quick conversation about the technicalities of a truth or a lie here? Because if the devil made you do it, technically, yes, your body
1: did it. Yeah, I don't think I'm...
3: But he doesn't know what happened. He asked the devil. He's like, they think I killed this person. The devil's like, you did kill these people. Sure, but he doesn't know. I guess what I'm asking is, is the truth based on what you, like... To him, the truth is, like, it depends. Do you think you killed those people, I suppose? Because you said you were torn up about it at the grave. So you at least think, I believe you at least think that you could have killed those people. Just saying no offhanded to him is not I telling think, the whole truth. I think
1: at, the, like, at where we're at right now, Kellen thinks that he had some sort of responsibility.
0: My like, line of questioning would be, do you think that you killed those people? Or do you think that the devil inside of you killed those people, used you to kill those people?
1: The devil inside used, to kill, used me that, to
0: kill those I would people. argue, then, that you wouldn't believe that you killed those but people. That's
1: Josh, though. Sure.
2: Yeah, like, so... But is Kellen... So but Kellen, Kellen, Kellen feels responsible. Know. Listen... Yeah,
1: Kellen feels responsible now.
2: Guns don't p- kill people. <laughs> oh, God, People no. kill people. Mm-mm. And so the devil basically used Kellen as a gun to kill those people.
3: That's, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. Kellen feels guilt over it, so he sure. feels responsible. Okay, so yeah, that's fair. But at the same time, you'll see Quinn immediately like, kind of be like... I'm I'm sorry that was inappropriate. You're not under this line of questioning. I was just that's a personal thing. God he's such a good person. He's like he's like, you can I'll I'll file a complaint on your behalf. I apologize. That's not admissible in anything. Jesus. He's already been tried once. It's um, innocent.
1: I love this guy. I wanna step out of his own of truth
0: now.
3: And he's like, are you wanna put the head in the circle, Willow? <laughs> that's the most metal shit ever.
2: Sure. No. Put it in the circle.
3: How does Willow put it in the circle? Does she like gently set it down? She toss it. I just want to know.
2: Oh, she how pro- are you
3: holding it by the pro- hair?
2: Very professionally. Or like, what like, does that mean? <laughs> how do you professionally hold a severed head? I don't know. Are you holding it by the hair? <laughs> no, I would probably You're cradling it like a little baby,
0: like a football and a Heisman trophy picture. <laughs>
2: no, like I would, I would. She's um, pumped. She's good. got like a basketball. Two in the eyes
0: and one in the mouth, like a bowling ball.
2: <laughs> no, so like many force metaphors. For she's a got it. Man. She's got it.
1: Like
3: up the throat. She's
0: pumping
2: it. She's like <laughs> I want <a> <laughs> Hi, I'm
1: Michael now.
2: I was picturing like kind of the way that like Shakespeare holds uh, the the skull like under the base, like okay. the nape of the neck, kind of thing. Like just kind of just
3: one finger in the order. <laughs> okay, so you set it down gently and respectfully.
2: Well, not. Just, <laughs> I set it, she just drops it I set it down professionally
3: She just goes <laughs> <blah>. <laughs> Like gladiator just.
2: Professionally I set it down professionally
3: Okay so they'll cast speak with the dead and then the head will kind of like
2: <gasps> Hi I'm Michael
1: <laughs> Oh that shit's creepy man uh, Where is he looking?
2: We never decided at, on our he's, questions He's
1: staring straight at Willow
3: <laughs> Hi
2: friend Hi <laughs> friend the questions.
0: Michael, do you know where Tabitha is right now? Oh fuck, that's too general of a question. <laughs>
1: it's one.
3: <laughs> right now, no, but she's probably gonna be here soon. Okay, that answered Michael. Thanks, so Michael. Like, you're
1: so giving. <laughs>
3: she's supposed to hear from me. Can I call Tabitha?
0: How do you call her? Wait. Fuck. That's
1: two. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put my ma- I put my hand over <laughs> Vincent's mouth
3: on my body there's a little circle that I just have to press and I can talk to her. I am Michael calling for tap where's my body? okay so there's a little circle uh, I covered your mouth
0: I'm licking the back of your hand I'm licking your hand. fuck are you doing <laughs> I'm getting your hand off my face so there's a little circle I'm like <laughs> <laughs> you what <laughs> The, the, the incest, the incest fanfic is about to go crazy right now. (laughs) Somewhere, somebody opened up Wattpad at a million fucking, the speed of light. (laughs) Okay, so there's a circle on his body that we could contact Tabitha. Then we just have to find his, oh, did you guys bring his body here or do we, is it burned up in the
1: school?
3: I hope it's not burned (laughs) up in the school. Was that a question?
1: No, that's a question of the room. (laughs) God damn it, Vincent! For the for one time in your life, stop talking. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry, Quinn. Go ahead.
3: Quinn's like just like flabbergasted, (laughs) like trying to think what questions he wants to (laughs) ask.
1: He's like, "What can you
3: tell me about this plot to build a weapon?" Because he wants to verify your guys' story first. So he still has to do that. And he burned... That was supposed to be one of his questions. And you've burned three questions already. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they don't tell me a lot. But they said if I help them get this spear, that we'll be best friends forever. (gasps) I can't breathe. I don't have a body.
2: Willow, where's my body? Friend. Willow doesn't say anything. just
1: <laughs>
2: I stare professionally at Michael
3: <laughs> that's my friend Willow she makes really good eye contact you make good eye contact that's okay what does that mean <laughs> stop it <laughs> what are you doing it means that when she's talking to you she looks at you in the face that was a question Michael <laughs> Oh, no. no, the question was, what does that? <gasps> <laughs> His head falls over. And I feel like it rolls to Willow's feet. It does, 100%. it was like hovering a little bit and it, like falls over and rolls to her feet.
2: Pick it up and I'll like hand it to whoever.
3: McClurick will like awkwardly take it from you.
2: It's for evidence. Yeah.
0: My bad. Believe it or not, that's not the first time I've screwed the pooch today. <laughs>
3: Wait, you had sex sex with the dog that you killed?
1: You did what, That
0: is a weird saying, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
3: Okay.
0: My bad. I'm sorry. So
3: your Spear story, at least to him, checks out. Um, We know that Tabitha should be coming to look for him. Again, that checks out. You guys said that she'd be coming to town, right? She does the shadow things, which even though I never got to see any shadow monsters because, you know. Do we have his body? Or is it burnt? The... Detects are checking the crime scene now. Okay. I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. The room was on fire. He did fall backwards into a flaming table.
0: Okay, so all of that aside, we know that Tabitha is probably coming here regardless. If we have, if we have his body or we don't have his body, she's going to come here. Where do you... I'm assuming that this, this, the what's another word for shaft? <laughs> my staff, your staff, my quarter staff, your quarter staff is somewhere sequestered safely.
3: It is in the vault at the garrison. Who has
0: access to the vault?
3: Uh, me. And the High Commander, and I suppose the Quartermaster.
0: Okay, so you three are the most important people.
2: I would argue that we should expect Silas to appear too.
3: I agree. And who is Silas?
2: This is an excellent question. Silas is the person that Tabitha is working with.
3: So she has an accomplice. Yes. Another accomplice other than the people you just killed. Yes. Person. He's
0: the only other one that we know of. Is that correct? Correct. There also could be, like, a couple angry pirates, but that's neither here nor there. Neither here nor there, Quinn. Move
3: past it. Okay. So. That would I be
0: th- wild. I think we go back to the idea that we can trap Tabitha. We... we. Obviously, now she might know that we're... We need to find out if that body's still there. Because if we... Okay. <laughs> let me let me uh, lie, lay out my line of thinking here. <laughs> Sorry, I was really thinking through it. You just
1: kept staring at me.
0: No, uh,
2: yeah. I yeah, was yeah, staring
0: yeah. through you actually thinking. So, if from what it seemed like Michael said, if Tabitha doesn't hear from Michael, she's coming here knowing that he died. We don't have the upper hand in that case. If she does hear from Michael, then we can... Fake the information and set a trap for her with her, her having the knowledge that, you know, she's walking into anything. How
2: do we fake?
0: Hi, I'm Michael. Sounds pretty
3: convincing to me. It sounded nothing like Michael. I It sounds just like Michael. I didn't hear Quinn? It. I talked to the dead body for five seconds before he asked four questions. Do you have like, well, a changeling wouldn't help because they don't they know what he sounds yeah, like know and, know and I don't, don't have any changelings on my staff. <laughs> I mean, I think he was a little bit higher pitched than that, though.
0: Hi, I'm Michael. It's closer. I have a little cold.
3: <laughs> do you want to try killing?
1: <laughs> Why?
3: I just want to see how close you get to Michael's <laughs> voice.
1: Hi. Nope. Can't do it. Hi, I'm Michael. It's not good. I thought mine sounded better. It was better. Don't put me on the spot like that, Drew. Fuck off. <laughs> Willow, do you want to give it a shot? Twin, do you want to
0: give
3: it a shot? <laughs> I think was, he's was a little raspy. That was the dead thing. So if I take out the rasp... <gasps> Hi, I'm Michael. Holy, Holy there you shit! It <laughs>
0: just, it sounds just like you. That's really close. good. <laughs>
3: it's
1: insane. That is wild.
0: <laughs> we got all the goose and gags in this one, folks. <laughs> Willow, do you want to give it a try? It's
1: him. <laughs> she killed you. <laughs> Willow grabs her sword. <laughs>
2: God. <laughs> you can't do that to me, true <laughs> Fuck. You can give me an asthma attack.
3: All right. Well, I'm gonna head back to the garrison. I thought we were at the garrison. Well, sorry, head back to the vault. Oh. I'm gonna stand watch. Okay. You guys are free to go. Uh, we'll have the body recovered if we can. We'll let you it's pretty late. We'll let you know in the morning what we have. Didn't sound like he was gonna be checking in like this instance. We probably have a little bit of time.
0: I feel like we're all just standing there, just like thinking about what to do.
3: Mm hmm. Um you guys can go home. Oh, yeah. Well will see you in the morning.
1: Okay.
2: Your mother said that we were welcome to dinner?
1: Hmm. Uh, required for dinner, actually. Re-
2: required? Required. Oh, I wouldn't mind a hot meal and some rest. Do you, Wait, eat? you eat? Of course I do. We did
1: see her eat the rutabaga. Oh,
0: true, yeah. What I like... haven't seen her eat anything else. Whoa. Oh, no, you ate at the inn where I fucked the bartender.
2: What an offensive question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, that's on us. That's on us.
2: Do you even care about me? And uh, do you even pay attention?
0: I'm like, somebody's having some feelings
1: yeah, over there. You, careful. Feelings.
2: What feeling?
1: <laughs> you sound a little upset.
2: Upset about what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways.
2: Uh- the observation I made that you do not pay attention to me?
1: We do pay attention to you.
2: You don't know. I paid attention as you together- cut that,
1: that man's head off and tore his heart out. We
2: have been together for how many weeks and you do not know if I eat?
1: I'm going to be honest, I've spent a lot
0: of time away from the both of you, if we're being fair. I've been separated from you guys a lot as
1: well. (laughs) We've not spent that much time together.
2: Very well. Are we going to go eat or not?
1: Did You You didn't eat the pasta when we got back to Rishala. You just went to sleep. That was after three days of being at sea.
2: I was tired.
1: But
0: you don't sleep.
2: But you don't eat. I can't eat if I am tired. (laughs) But you don't sleep. I have to shut down.
1: I don't know, this doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, dinner. Why? Vincent, we're home. I mean, and we're going to be here for a bit. Are
2: are you worried your parents are going to kill you or something? No,
1: why would I be worried they're going to kill me? Uh, Did your parents
0: kill you? That wouldn't make any sense. That was a dumb question. I've really (laughs) been in the dumb question zone.
2: Then why does it seem like such. You are almost more resistant to go eat dinner with your parents than you are to go up against tabitha and silas so that's why i Well tabitha thought and silas is logically, easy logically remember
0: like two hours ago when you're doing on this whole rant about feelings there's okay. gonna be a lot of feelings
2: oh and
1: none of them are going to be good mostly annoying oh don't. I mean, like, but you then, don't have to make it that way. Just sit down, have dinner, and we'll go. But it's not gonna go like that.
0: It's not gonna be that easy. If it was gonna be that easy, I'd be like, yeah, oh, let's go. It's gonna be a great time."
3: Well, um, could you guys leave? <laughs> <laughs> and then the clerk says she's like, "I want to go home. My shift is over, and I can't wait oh, until oh, you sorry. guys get so, out yeah, of this interrogation room." Can we right? just
2: start walking? Yeah, let's. Let's We're just go stand outside, <laughs> loiter. Well. When- what if you just avoid all the conversations Again, that will bring up feelings? Not
1: going to happen. Didn't you just yell at me? Well, a couple episodes ago, but <laughs> <laughs> back in Rashala about about just not talking to you and and keeping secrets. Maybe maybe if we just get everything out in the open, then maybe it'll get easier. I don't know. Either way, we have to go to dinner. Okay. I mean, we haven't eaten since we've do we got eat? off the boat. <laughs> not going to lie. Guys, when she was sh- eating the rutabagas, I was kind of jealous. I but haven't shit I, this just whole time. She kind of yelled at us. So.
2: <laughs> oh, do you want the rutabaga?
0: No, I'm good. Thank you, Jesus. Give you
1: two temporary HP.
0: <laughs> All right, well, I'll follow you. <laughs> I mean, you know where the home- house is. I know. I'm doing this for dramatics.
2: We are in an audio podcast.
1: We'll head guys, to the
2: bane house. She's
3: becoming self-aware. Yeah, will right? breaking the fourth wall. is very funny. Well, is <laughs> becoming self-aware. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> So, yeah, you guys will um walk there. There's as you do. They um, live
2: in town or do they live like on a little farm outside? It's or do right they on like... the
3: outskirts of town.
2: Oh. Is, Where does our house
3: look like in town? Uh, your house is a it's a little cottage. It's very like quaint and cute. Your mom's big in flowers and baskets and stuff like that. She didn't really have like a career, you know. So she did baskets. Now she sells them just because something to do kind of thing. Um, you know, empty nester and all that. It's just a little wooden cottage. It's got three rooms. It barely fit your family, like, growing up. Your dad works at a community college. He just has access to research materials. He doesn't make a lot of money or anything like that. So since you've been, like, it's like walking into the past. Nothing looks like it's changed at all. With the exception of there is a small, where Kellen's room is on the side of Helen's house. The house has been bumped out a tiny bit. So his room has been enlarged for some reason, like a teeny like maybe a couple of feet at it on the side of the cottage um there's a little like white picket fence there's a garden on the side where your mom picks the vegetables she cooks the windows are open there is on the windowsill there's a little pie that's cooling which was just by the smell coming off it
2: definitely strawberry rhubarb it's actually a chocolate lavender
3: pie
0: which
1: immediately
3: makes vincent's mouth water because it was vincent's favorite dessert
1: growing up
0: it also makes me kind of pissed off
1: I think as we approach like and we get close to the door, Kellen takes like a deep breath, like And when you take a deep breath for, when you take a deep breath,
3: you get a fennel roasted goat smell, which was your favorite meal growing up. I meant take a deep breath as like I know, I'm just nervous, saying you got I yeah. yeah, take a deep My breath God, God, as shit. you get closer.
2: Everything smells closet. delicious.
0: You know, your
3: mom was an awesome
0: cook. She can smell <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Elizabeth. <laughs> I'm not kidding. But is Vincent? Kidding? I don't understand how her biology works. <laughs> I don't understand women.
1: <laughs> so I, I approach the door, and before I like go to knock, I'm gonna like raise my hand up to go to knock, and then I'll, I'll stop and turn around and be like, "Look at Vincent.
0: It'll be fine." I shrug pretty heavily and just move behind Willow.
2: Do you want me to like hold your hand or something? No. Uh-huh. Just trying to help with the feelings.
1: It's open. Well, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> I'll open the door.
3: So You see in his rocking chair, as he often is, your dad has like some scroll that he's reading. He has glasses kind of down on his nose. Is the
1: scroll singed? It is.
3: It is. It is a little burnt on the edge. He's reading it and he's like, wipe them or take them off.
0: Are you feeling okay?
3: Yeah. I'm um, just trying to finish this real quick. I think I may have found what I was looking for. This one's obscure. The the good one burnt.
1: I mean. Oh, I didn't really have a choice. Things were kind of bad up there. I did what I could. Sorry that your scroll's burnt. No, it's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll take my shoes off. Do you wear shoes?
2: <laughs> 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 I'll
0: take my shoes off. And...
2: Vincent, you have been under my skirts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not for my parents. <laughs>
2: you were hiding as it was perfectly normal scenario.
1: Another time. It had to do with a dog. Of course it had to do with the dog. Everything has to do with the dog with you, Vincent. Everything.
0: I think, as I've done many times before, I'll kick my shoes off.
2: Thinking of Willow barefoot is kind of weird. I don't know why.
0: Um, I'll take my shoes off, and I'll immediately head to the kitchen and grab an apron, like I've done hundreds of times before, and just jump in helping cook.
3: Aww. And your mom will... Wordlessly.
0: Kind of, I'm not, like, acknowledging anything, just... Yeah,
3: Your your mom will kind of smirk, and she's like, I've moved the... I move the seasonings to this cabinet, and she points over to another cabinet. I open it and reach in. Okay. As you walk past the, like, a little bit into the threshold, Kellen, if you look to your right, that's where your room was immediately off the right, you'll notice that, like, it's not a bedroom anymore. Your dad's turn is kind of like makeshift office. So he's expanded out to make room for a desk. Hmm.
0: Do I notice him looking into his room?
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like a studio house. Like, there's the bedrooms are separate, but like the kitchen, the dining area. Does Vincent the have a room? Is, Vincent well, had a room. Yeah, well, his room was one next past you. Is next door. Well,
0: I was going to say is so. As open? I'm kind of like stirring something in a pot or a bowl or something, and I notice Kellen look in his room. I glance towards my room to see what
3: it looks like. Vincent's room looks untouched, completely like the same. I look back at
1: Kellen. I think when I. When I look at, when I glance over there and see it, and I'm still in the living room, like, next, staying, like, still in the entryway. i would be like, oh, converted it to an office? Yeah. Do some work from home? Working a lot of hours at the college. Wanted to be around your mom more. Nice. Looks nice. Thank you.
2: Since I don't have any feelings here, (laughs) (laughs) I would like to kind of just, like, be a little nosy. Like, just a tiny bit, just kind of looking around, maybe... Try to find like pictures of baby Kellen and Vincent. Peruse the titles of books that Edward has. Yeah, kinda, for sure. Maybe are there any religious symbols? Like, do they do yeah. they worship anything? Like, I don't know. I kind of want to get to know this family and how they operate based on their possessions.
3: Absolutely. There's um. So as you kind of like look around, like the biggest like it's it's a very simple country cottage type situation. Like simple furniture. There's like two rocking chairs there's a couch um there's a hearth with fire going over it going in it not over it the house is on a fire there is a bedroom off to the left which you assume is their bedroom that door is shut then it's like it's the entryway into the living room and then into a dining room and a kitchen it's all one room though it's like just one kind of not big room but big room you know what i'm saying it's not like large in size but it's kind of like room. a
2: double wide is that one but like cottage fantasy trash? <laughs> i don't know <laughs>
3: No, it's probably it's very like probably comparable in the size to like the apartment out there. It's not a big house by any means, gotcha. right? But it literally is a living room attached to a kitchen attached to a dining area. Like it's all like one. It's very open. Yeah, like a studio. Yeah, but with extra rooms. It's a, it's a studio house with an bedrooms off the concept. side of it. Basically,
2: is there a second floor or is all one. It's floor? It's all
3: one floor. Um, it's simple like it's a simple stone foundation on top of a, with a wood house on top gotcha. of it. Gotcha. So, but if you go over like to where uh, Kellen's old room was, the office. That's where you're gonna find most things of interest because that's where his work is. And he is a professor of religious studies. Like so he will have he don't see any like on his desk, you don't see any like personal religious symbols or anything like that. But you do see like religious texts of from every deity. Like not everybody got a ton of deities on the thing and they're just like they're very academic. They're not like it's not, like they're like research on these deities, it's not like a Bible. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're not getting a big like religious feel on it.
0: I was gonna say, as as you're kind of looking around. I'll break my silence and be like, Mom, it seems like you guys have already met, but Dad, this is Willow. She's from the Church of Saloon. She's working with us.
2: Hmm. Hello. A pleasure.
3: That's, uh, a pl- pleasure to meet you. Warforged Worshipper of Saloon, that's... Pardon my... I, I'm an academic. I'm not... I don't mean any offense. It's just... That's awkward. Different.
2: I Strange. do not worship. I just have a strong association to the church.
3: Vincent's eyes roll so hard in his head. Well, it's it's a pleasure to meet you. We do have a, a washroom just right off the side there, if you'd like to... Oh, you were covered in blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a very contrast, like, white porcelain with, like, just blood splattered across uh, oh,
2: it. Oh, and, like, Willow becomes very, very <laughs> conscious of how she looks, and she... She
3: has consciousness?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> this is the joke for this episode, isn't it?
2: I'm gonna run to the washroom and begin freshening up.
1: So, uh... Dad, what did... I mean, what was Michael looking for when, uh, uh, you know, uh, in your office? Well, I got there a little, you know, obviously. He came in and said he wanted
3: to pick my brain. And I said, oh, okay, well, what do you need? And then he was like, no, no, I want to pick it out of your skull. And then you came in a few minutes after, after was kind of like circling around the desk. Gotcha. A little sloppy on the firework, but you've impressed me. You've got more impressive with your magic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it seems to be that I've gotten a little bit better, I would say.
3: And I assume it's from that monster hunting? I'm telling you, I think you would have done well in an academic setting.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the books are nice. Obviously, you know, I do a lot of the research before we go into a job. But this job has obviously been a little bit different than opposed to, like, you know, skeleton or zombie that we've maybe have skirmished with before and dealt with. But, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of like like being out there, experiencing new things. It's nice.
3: And you notice he hasn't, like, looked up from his scroll as he's talking to you.
1: What are you... Well, you said that scroll was kind of important. You said you found what you were looking for. But
3: yes, where- um, I believe so. And he rolls it up. And he's like, of course, I think dinner's almost ready. We can uh, we can discuss. It's something we discuss after dinner, not really dinner conversation. Nasty stuff you guys are tied up with. Mm. <laughs> Kellen <laughs> drops something that he was fiddling with, like a... Like a little chotchkie off the side of like like a little like
2: I imagine Will Turner from Pirates of the Caribbean at the very beginning when he like just accidentally breaks the candelabra (laughs) and he just shoves it in the (laughs) umbrella stand.
0: (laughs) The thing's gone.
2: What was it? The dice. What do you think it was? We play D anD (laughs) D. The only thing we Um, drop are dice.
1: uh,
3: uh, Sorry about that. It's like uh, you want to help your mother set the table.
1: Uh, Yeah, sure. I'll go into the kitchen. Yeah.
3: And he'll walk into his office
1: and shut the door. Oh, okay.
3: (laughs) Uh, Your mom will, uh, after she's like, she'll uh, click the little thing on the oven, um, the little vent that like shuts it to cut the flame. And then she'll give you two taps on the shoulder, which was just always your little thing, like, hey, get it out. It's ready. Yeah, instinctively. She hasn't said anything. Yeah, like without even thinking about
0: it and not even wanting to really turn around and pull whatever the goat that was in the oven. Mm -hmm. And I pull it
3: out and I take it and set it on the table. And it's just silent yeah it's it's a hundred percent silent in this house which Uh, in this house it was a lot like the rule was in the house dad's working shut up like if mm -hmm. dad was there he's busy he's doing something be quiet when you're outside like that's when you got to be loud and play and do all that kind of stuff but in the house was a very quiet zone nobody talks in the house when you're sitting down for meals and stuff you will have that conversation you're dreading
1: when i go in to get the plates and everything and hearing how silent it is and how estranged everyone is I feel like smells smells good, Mom. Oh, yeah. um, I made the uh, goat leg oh. with
3: the fennel. Um, I thought you might like it.
1: Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know if
3: you still... I don't know if you got boys really get to
1: eat out on the road. You know, a good home-cooked meal. Uh, We haven't had one of those in a while, and, Vincent, and right? I, and I, I
3: don't want to be offensive, but your friend's going to be having some as well, right? <laughs> she lowers her voice because she knows, like, the... Ba- you can hear her washing in the bathroom, like, you know, it's
1: like... Um, uh, yeah, yeah, she, well, yeah, I, I. just make her a plate, it'll be fine.
0: I think as you, like, looked for me for, looked to me for confirmation, I think I, after I sat down the goat, I kind of wandered into my room, and I'm just kind of looking around. So, Not at anything in particular, just yeah, looking around.
3: So your room, this is, the only thing that's changed is the bed, because it's, it's their guest room, which they don't really have guests very often, but your bed is wouldn't have fit, I guess. It barely fit you when you were, when you left, because it was like a, it's literally caught you built out of the wall. Like, you'd like, like, I need more room for my stuff. So all your stuff has been crammed against the walls, but everything you had as a kid was there. Like, you like anything you would have collected, sticks, twigs, like you have little shelves for them, they're still there. They haven't been touched. Literally, everything's been shoved out of the way, so a bed fits A in lot there. of
0: sweet-ass stick swords.
3: And then you have a, over in one corner, you have a pile of books that your dad would always get you a book, like they've the spines have never been cracked on them. Yeah. Um, unlike Kellen's, which would have, you know, probably been read several times. So some pristine, untouched, dusty books. And then anything else you would have just collected, baubles, toys.
0: Yeah. I'm just kind of standing in there for a minute, just kind of looking
3: around. Well, you finished cleaning up? What are you doing?
2: Yeah. How do I look in the mirror?
3: I mean, if you take the time to, like, fix your hair and everything, you're pretty disheveled, right? You've been traveling for, like, a like over a week on the road, and then now you just got in a big bloody fight in a fire. Burning okay. building.
2: I definitely want to look like how I did, as close to how I did at the beginning of the campaign. Just fix my hair. I know I'm like one or two petticoats less because... Yeah, so
3: you're, co- you're, your, dress, your dress has definitely been like, it's kind of ratty and dirty now. And it's torn. There's not a lot you can, you like, you don't have a change of clothes on you. So there's not like a lot you can do with that. You haven't had laundry facilities. Willow, under the dress, looks fine. Like, sure. you're all cleaned up. You got shelf all polished up. You look... You look pristine again. Your dress just looks like you're wearing ratty clothes.
2: Okay. As good as it's going to get. I leave the bathroom.
3: And so, yeah, you see uh, Vincent over, like, in his doorway, kind of eyeing his room. Uh, Kellen is finishing setting up the table. And their mom is, like, putting sides on the table and, like, carving the goat.
2: Is there anything I can do to help? Would you like something to wear? She
3: looks at your is like, just torn up.
2: Oh, I, will, I would only need... I only need repairs and to wash it. Well, I can help you with that. Oh, well I'm they... actually
3: I'm actually pretty good at sewing. Uh, the boys could never keep their clothes, you know, clean or in good order.
2: Uh, well, if you are offering, absolutely. Yeah.
3: um, I'll have to be after dinner, though.
2: That is perfectly okay. You do not have to even, you don't even have to, so I appreciate the offer.
3: If you guys want to go ahead and have a seat, uh, Vinny, do you want to go knock on your dad's door let him know if food's ready?
0: Yep. Does she walk back into the kitchen?
3: She like, yeah, she like puts it on the table and she walked back to the kitchen, yeah.
0: I'm going to quickly kneel under my bed and put my rapier under there. And underneath the floorboards, I'm going to like peel one up and grab a little pocket knife that I hid down there. Okay. Yeah, it's there. And pocket it. Your stash is there. I'll...
2: Are you trading out weapons?
0: I didn't have anything but the rapier, so. Oh. I didn't have a dagger or anything else on uh. me because we lost it all on the pirate ship. So, and there's no reason for me to carry it around while I'm inside eating. So I'll pocket that and then I'll stand up and go and do my typical three knocks on dad's door and then go take a seat at the table.
3: Yeah. A couple minutes later, your dad will come out. He'll sit down at his place at the head of the table.
1: How is the seating at the table? There, There's I mean, obviously, I set I set the table, but so how the table it's a weird shaped table because it's more
3: for like just like space. It's like it was like kind of an ovular table where literally one of the rounded ends has been like cut off to like make it fit a little better in the cottage. It's like that flat edge is where your dad sits and the family kind of just sits like around him. Um, usually um, your mom sits like right next to him. And then traditionally it was Vincent sat on the side because it's, like, it's like an oval, right? With a flat edge. So he sat here. Your mom sat here. Vincent generally sat up here on the curve of it. And you sat up on this curve across from Vincent. Nobody really sat in this space next to your dad, which I guess right now would be Willow. Would be the, if you guys took your standard spots, it'd be your yeah, dad, I think probably Willow, your mom. Mm-hmm. You, your brother, and this, like, just like a lot of things that you kind of like have noticed, like, and you guys have kind of to touched it. Your seat was the furthest away from everybody else. Yeah. yeah, Like you were like kind of on like a, the other side of the curve and away from your father.
0: Yep. I do think I slide my chair away a little bit as I sit down. I'll
1: sit down, or I will. I will stand behind my chair, waiting to sit down. Yeah, your dad will pull out the chair for your mother. She'll sit down. Your dad will take his seat.
2: Pull my own chair out and sit down. Vincent,
1: you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm on the other side of the table. You're,
3: you're the one sitting next to Willow. Oh, shit. It's your fine. mom Your mom will give you a hard look.
2: <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, well, today was a very exciting day.
0: <laughs> I was going to ask how long do we sit in silence
3: with that answer to my question immediately. <laughs> Willow immediately starts talking. <sighs> Yeah, it sounds like you guys had a very interesting day.
2: You did too. I mean, take it that was Edward. Yeah. You did too. Unless this is something you deal with all the time.
3: Uh, Nope. Never been threatened in my office before. Well, angry student because I gave him a bad grade, but never somebody with a cleaver. And the shadow possession? It happens pretty often
0: with what we do for work. Run into a lot of dangerous... That sounds dreadful. Activities.
2: I feel like Kellen tenses
1: up as soon as Vincent starts talking, but doesn't say anything, just remains silent, but there's tension. Oh, there's a lot of tension.
2: Oh, yes, so much danger.
3: (laughs) Uh, So, have you been traveling with the boys long?
2: No, not long at all. Just for this investigation in particular.
3: You said it all started at that Selenite church up north I got, or out west I got hit?
2: Oh, yes, it was terrible. Would you like to see pictures?
3: (laughs) Um, you know, maybe after dinner
2: oh yes of course you shouldn't look at these while eating (laughs) he'll
3: like serve out like the rose and your mom will serve out the sides and he will put the everybody get their plates and he'll be like all right uh we'll take this moment if anybody has any prayers they want to offer to any deity go ahead and at this time take that time to do so their mom will bow her head for a few seconds but he won't and then i don't know if you guys worship any deities
2: I turned nope. to the, who's sitting closest to me? Then
3: her, Kellen. Kellen. So on your left is the dad, on your right is uh, Kellen.
2: I'll like lean to Kellen. Like, Am I supposed to do something?
1: Do you believe?
2: I you, well, you, saloon is obviously yeah. real. Well, I gods are
3: real. Like, that's a thing. In yeah, me, like, gods, gods are real. real. So whether or not you worship a god, yeah. that's I, up to you. I, I don't if know. If
2: you want
1: to, you can.
2: I've never said anything about food before. You don't have
1: to say anything. Just, just, bend, look, just bend your head down.
2: I bend my head down and I like I probably do it like for a little too long.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Like the like, mom probably always...
2: like a solid twenty seconds. <laughs>
3: yeah. The mom only does it for like ten seconds, yeah, and she's good. Like it, it's pretty standard at the family. Like your dad's open like you can worship whatever you want. He studies religion, he just doesn't worship you know, he doesn't follow any religions. He's he well, have never
2: it. talked to a god about food before, so <laughs> saloon. <laughs> there is I, a don't... leg of goat on my plate. Are you talking out loud? <laughs> No, it's all in my head. Oh,
1: okay, right. <laughs> oh it'd be so funny inner if you monologue. weren't talking about
2: my, my inner monologue is like, with fennel, and there is going to be a chocolate and lavender pie for dessert? I don't know how long I need to be doing this for.
3: <laughs> I nudge her. You get uh, nudge her, time, he's kind of sitting there patiently.
2: <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> Sorry. I, food. Food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that Vincent and Kellen are like eyeing me and maybe even Cinny is too. And I like take a bite of goat like it's totally normal. She does eat.
1: <laughs> You're the first person to take a bite of food. Oh, no, your dad's like immediately. Done. Oh, okay. Your
3: dad, your dad doesn't believe in awkwardness. She oh, okay. he doesn't believe it's a thing. He's ascended past cringe. <laughs> so there's like a little bit of small chatter. Um, if you guys want to have some small chatter, we can um, or we're going to move on to the dessert course. Are we eating in silence tonight? I feel like Willow is the person who <laughs> initiates any I mean, I'll gladly I'll gladly
2: answer any questions um if like Cinny and Edward have any because so, I know so that
3: Cinny, So, so Cindy, like, so um, how do you like traveling with the boys? Is uh
1: is Callum been doing good?
0: <laughs> I think you do get. A quiet but audible snort
1: from Vincent. I think I dropped my fork <laughs> on the plate. <laughs>
2: I think this investigation has been a large learning curve for, a lot, for all of us. Hmm. A little outside of our wheelhouse. Yeah? Expanding our horizons. So? I take a bite of goat. I'm
3: just eating food. <laughs> so are you guys going to keep traveling after this job is over? You guys work well together?
2: We have not discussed it. it the, the end seems so far it doesn't look like... I don't know if if it works out well and we come out of it alive... Maybe that is something we can discuss.
3: She's like a, the biggest smile on her face right now. She okay. kind of looks back and forth between the two. You immediately catch up on what's going on, Vincent. I'm um, your mom's trying to ship these two pretty hard right now. Ship who? You two. Me and her. Yes. <laughs>
1: Not him and her.
3: He likes men. Your mom knows that, and is <laughs> su- right? your mom knows that and is supportive. <laughs> I forgot. Well, I think he, I think he fucks everything, but your mom doesn't understand that. She's <laughs> <just>, like <laughs>
0: she doesn't understand that. <laughs>
3: She's like, yeah, he has sex with boys. That's fine. <laughs> no, mom, not boys. Not boys. Men.
2: <laughs> like big, she, gets, she, gets, she gets that. She doesn't
3: get, like, anything with a pulse, but she's like, she, like, caught your brother making out with a guy once, and she's like, okay. Speaking of which, we ran into Uncle Mark. Your dad, like, audibly, like, <sighs> and she's like, oh, How's my, uh, how's my baby brother doing? He's good.
0: They're yeah, actually good. twins, but he's like two minutes younger. Well, working, I guess. Doing whatever he does.
2: He is very friendly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he does not like them. He hits them a lot.
1: What? Oh, he shot us. We- healing
2: thing oh. that
1: he does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cassiv has to make his
3: own magic type. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> so much energy wasted by like funneling it through that weapon. Well, it's
1: well, I need it. We we're fighting a cop. Wait,
3: I thought you guys worked with law
1: enforcement. Well, he wasn't really a cop. He, he was.
2: He was in disguise.
1: He was. Yeah, involved in all of this. Kellen stabbed himself. What? Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. It, it's fine. I, what? Why would you? St- ref- why, uh, why? Why would you stab yourself? He reflected damage. It was like a compulsory
2: thing. I did it first. If it makes you. feel... <laughs> <laughs> Oh! It was very effective move against him.
3: Yeah, but you would have hurt yourself too, right?
2: Well, that's what healing potions are for,
3: or gunshots. I mean, if you would have went, I'm telling you, if you would have went to the school, I tried to get you to go to, they tried to ship you off to a boarding school. He's like, I think you could have mastered the mirror image school class spell. Stab the mirror image, same
1: effect. That would have been one way.
3: Yeah. You're always a smart just, kid, but you're you're never thinking a step
1: ahead. You're always a step behind. Well, I was just in the moment I was just trying to think of a way to save us save us all. So Yeah, I was I, unconscious at the I, time. I, yes, so. I was I
2: unconscious I, too.
3: Did what I could. I mean, let me guess. Over impulsive and then couldn't keep up the slack these two put up, I get it.
2: No, I was trying to clear the board for them.
3: Yeah, picking
1: up slack.
2: No. There is no slack.
1: M- well you? you did a lot of the heavy lifting in that fight. I mean
2: No, you do you deal the most damage.
1: At this point in
3: time your mother is furiously eating. Like <laughs> <She's> just like Literally <laughs> every time I mention something
1: in peril, i like shoot daggers at her. <laughs> you know, it worked out and um yeah, we ran into to Uncle Mock and Yeah, probably would have died if he hadn't showed up, so that was lucky. Well, I think we would have been probably Oh no, okay. we would have
2: definitely been dead. It was so nice that he came to our rescue. He had a very big <laughs> <laughs> carriage that carried us to his hotel. Do you say carriage or courage? He said carriage. carriage. I was trying to I was trying to figure out if I was gonna use carriage or cart. Or cock, <laughs> <laughs> a. and or
3: undercarriage. <laughs> like, well, yeah, my, my brother, he's he's great, but good
1: genetics run in the family, ain't that right, Kellen? Uh, yeah, I get, yeah. Any uh, anyway, the the food is uh, very good, mom, and tastes just like I remember.
3: Good. I, I was I was a little worried because like the old Fennel Farm closed. We have to get it from another supplier now.
2: Oh my gosh, I am so rude. I got rutabagas and I need to bring a gift to dinner and this is all I have. Would you like these rutabagas for your next fennel goat?
3: Oh, would you like me to cook those now?
2: No, 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 no.
3: Are these the good ones?
2: They're the carpenter (gasps) rutabagas. I love
3: carpenter's rutabagas. Can
2: I give you two temporary HP?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that means.
2: I don't either, but that's what God told me.
3: (laughs) Oh, so Seiloon talks to you then.
1: (laughs) I feel like Willow gets awkward now.
3: (laughs) Do you have like an open relationship with Seiloon?
2: I've only talked to her once and she didn't say anything, but she did show me something.
0: Now he's cool with open relationships. That was a
3: joke for just me. (laughs) (laughs) It was... What did he show you? Uh, What did she show you? Sorry.
2: I'm sorry. It was super private between just, you know, worshiper and (laughs) Just between
3: me and the moon (laughs) God. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Sure. Of course, I didn't mean to pry. Some people are very private about their religions. Yes, and I
2: am as well. And I, like, shoot a a look at Kellen, like, I don't think...
1: I am just tensed. The tension is so much right now. (laughs) The posture is perfect. The, like, silverware movements are immaculate. A surgeon. (laughs) And I am just waiting for shit to hit the fan, (laughs) but hoping it won't.
2: So who does Kellen and Vincent take after? Neither of you are adventurers, so where did they get the, the bug? Mom,
0: I think it's time for dessert.
3: Uh, yeah, um, I'll take some uh, coffee, Cindy. Uh, if you're making us you want coffee.
0: I stand up and clear my plate and grab dad's plate and take it into the kitchen.
3: Your dad will look at Willow's plate and then look at you expectedly? So I still have food on my
1: plate. <laughs>
0: I'll get up. In
2: there.
1: <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care what your plate looks like. Yeah. I'll, I'll, oh, are you, are you done, Willow?
2: Oh, I suppose so. Okay. I'll take her
1: plate and go to the kitchen.
2: I can be done whenever I decide to.
1: This kind of fucking sucks.
2: It's going great. Hey, hey,
3: language.
1: Oh, oh I <laughs> told she was in here. <laughs> oh, no,
3: you're the pie. Oh, you're like, <laughs> I would
0: not have said that if she was in here. She's behind you.
3: <laughs> she's very, she's very quiet and meek. That's where you get your sneakiness from is your mom, not your uncle or your dad. I'm just like, ha! Ha! sorry, mom.
2: Mom, I need to get you a bell.
0: That's <laughs> not the food. The food's good.
1: everything's good. Everything's fine. Mom. Right. Everything's fine. It's Vincent. so nice to have everybody together again. Aww. Yeah. Like, and it's a very nice lady you've brought home. <laughs> yeah. Kel. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, she's with us on the investigation. So. And she
3: said she might stick around. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess I was kind of uh, hesitant about her joining us at the beginning, but she's kind of proven her worth, so... I mean... She's yeah, kind she's, of proven her worth? She's, she's, she's they, carried us, Kellen. She <laughs> Like, literally sometimes. No, she's kind of... I mean, I don't, yeah, she's kind of part of the team, I feel like, so... Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna go sit back down. Yeah, uh, anyways, do, uh, do you need help with dessert? Oh, no. go Go sit down. Here, bring this coffee to your father. I take it and walk it over to him. Does anybody else want coffee? I'm good. Uh, uh, Willa, did you want any
2: coffee? Sure. I appreciate you asking.
1: Go get some coffee. Does she, does she take? Coffee? Does she take sugar? Uh, uh, Willa, you did you want, want some sugar
2: with your coffee? Is it? Is it good with sugar? I've never had coffee before. Oh, yeah, probably. Make it how you want to make it. Okay.
3: <laughs> Go make it. Do your mom's like shaking with excitement right now.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I think I'm oblivious. <laughs>
3: So right now, oh. I,
0: I feel like I just realized that I'm sitting alone at a table with Willow and my father,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Willow's like ah. nothing to occupy us. I feel like Willow's like watching the coffee making process because well, you don't I, know what it is. I right? also
2: really want to know where the boys, what their, what his dad's, what their dad's opinion is on where they got the adventuring bug from. Oh yeah, because right. I'm that's... still really wanting the answer to that question. Uh,
3: I think they get it from their uncle. He always came in with stories about oh, I had this great adventure, and there was women and men and everything else all around me all the time, and he makes it seem so glamorous, you know. But, I mean, I know he was there for you this time, but generally when people need him, he wasn't there. He's just always gone on the road. Irresponsible, if you ask me. Like, I get it. Some adventurers help people, but he helps himself.
2: Interesting. They're so much like both you and Sinny that I thought maybe they had gotten it from one of you.
3: He kind of laughs. He's like, <laughs> Uh, I guess once I thought Kel was going to be like me, but no. Vincent's always kind of just done whatever Vincent wants. As he talks about Vincent who's sitting there at the table and not looking at Vincent.
0: Mm, yeah, some of us have dreams and aspirations, Dad.
3: Yeah, some of us did.
2: I don't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, that's Literally, you, you don't dream her.
2: No, I have dreams. I just don't have, like. I have no memory, so I don't really... I I guess my only aspiration is to remember what happened before I remember.
0: What's the last thing you remember? Oh. Or the first thing you remember, I guess.
2: Waking up in a field? When? Oh, oh gosh, how long did I say it was? A couple years ago? Willow's not that old.
0: You just woke up in a field by yourself?
2: Well, I was on a property, but the property was vacant.
0: And you don't remember anything before then? No. What have you been doing? What did you do?
2: I walked.
3: Okay. Um. How long have you been traveling with this young woman? I think I just ignore him. Common courtesy to ask, you know.
2: I had this feeling that I needed to walk, and so I did. Until I found someone who needed my help.
3: Okay, and then what did you do after that?
2: I helped them. <laughs> because that is what good people do. When people need help, we help them, despite how we are feeling.
0: Okay, let's... Bigger picture here. You woke up. What happened... More generally, between the time you woke up and we met you at the church.
2: Hmm. Well, before the church, I was taught basically all of my manners and how to, f- well, I, I've always known how you? to fight. Um, a really nice gentleman who worked on the estate of a nobleman. Huh. I don't remember how the church even got a hold of me. Like how they knew a like I I know I guess like I don't rem- you were I don't near, know that well, interaction.
3: Were, well you were near town and Silas approached you. Remember, Well at god's, the beginning,
2: yes. Yeah, gods are, but yeah, did yeah. I even know about my dad being involved up no. until that point? No. You I did was not. just going along with it yeah, at no. that point.
3: Silas told you that the high priest had a vision and they sought you out. Because gotcha. remember, gods are real and they talk to people.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. Wait.
3: So
0: you, how do we know what Silas told you is true?
2: Well, I don't know. Other than Saloon responding to my prayer that one time. Other than that, I don't know.
0: Because what if, I guess I don't know. I I guess I understand what Tabitha is doing, but I don't understand quite how Silas fits into it now, knowing that he approached you and it seems like wanted you directly involved in this somehow.
2: I don't know. That's actually a really good point. I hadn't put that together yet.
1: Uh, Dad, here's your coffee. No, oh, uh, thank you. Uh, Willow, here's your coffee.
2: Is this? Okay. I will try it. Is it any good?
1: How much sugar did you put in it?
2: Yeah, how do you make how do you, how does Kellen make his coffee?
1: This is awkward, because Josh doesn't drink coffee. Uh. Yeah,
2: but channel Kellen.
1: One and a half spoons of sugar. That's like, moderately sweet. Okay. I, I was gonna say two, and then I was like, that seems like maybe too much, but like, two sugar cubes, I don't know.
3: Yeah, it'd be like two sugar cubes, which would be sweet, but still within like,
1: like not crazy, crazy. Good, good.
2: Oh, it's warm. Oh
1: yeah, sorry, it's a it's a hot, hot drink.
2: This is this good coffee? Thank you, Kellen.
1: Oh yeah, you're welcome. I will sit back down. Kellen, did you hear mm-hmm. that? What?
0: Silas is the one who approached Willow about the Church of Saloon initially. Not the not. It wasn't about the murders, and was it about the murders initially?
3: Yes. Yes. He came and said, hey, there's been murders at the
0: church. And we we just found, found you. Yes. You had never spoken with anybody from the Church of Salem before. She
3: was in a field drawing butterflies off a of big rock.
2: And he called me moon-touched. But everyone at the church calls me moon-touched. How far away from the church was
1: she? She was like a
3: couple miles outside of... Trask. Trask. She was like passing by Trask. How did you wind
1: up in Trask?
2: I walked there.
1: But the state with no that purpose... I-
2: the only purpose I had was I had a feeling that I needed to walk. I needed to find something.
1: Why did you stop?
2: I stopped working. So I woke up. I needed to walk. I helped a few people on the way and I broke down and then I was helped by a nice man who worked for a nobleman and he taught me how to basically interact with people, be kind, be polite.
1: Right, but why were you why did you stop at the ro- on that rock where Silas found you?
2: Oh, I found some butterflies. They're beautiful.
1: Who's
3: drawing?
2: I was drawing?
1: Well, she said
0: that Silas said the high priest had a vision, but now I'm wondering... But which high priest? The high priest was dead. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I guess I'm wondering if Willow's some part of this weapon and we're not aware of it, or their overarching plot, or...
2: Oh, I don't think I am a weapon.
0: Well,
2: I... I mean, yeah, I see, yeah you,
0: you are.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I...
2: No, I. So you was... guys never
3: asked her any of these questions up until this point right now when you're having pie and coffee with your parents. We've
2: Edward been... said that or is God saying that?
3: Edward is <laughs> yeah, saying that. A little that. bit of Edward, Edward 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 is, <laughs> like, is like, he was like, he's like, I guess they're being successful monster hunting. And then he hears this and he's like, wait.
1: Well, dad, to be fair, like we've done a lot. We don't ask everyone their life story when we interact with them. She was at the church already investigating. We were investigating, and it, it, we just kind of ended up working together. We didn't, but you guys are right. But uh, you guys okay, are in hindsight. Yes, we probably should have asked. But like at the time, it just wasn't at the forefront. There was
3: foresight the, is what you guys need. Hindsight is all you guys have ever seemed to have. Well, I,
1: I don't have foresight that the 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 is going to probably be attacked, and I'm trying to do everything I can to stop that. But no one seems to want to do anything about it. The whole garrison is arming up, apparently. All right, Dad. Okay. Vincent, I mean, it seems like maybe we need to look into this a little bit more. Um, I don't know how. Maybe we need to go talk to the high priest again.
0: Well, I don't think the new high priest would know anything. Well,
1: unless he's the. I mean, yeah, I don't know.
0: I mean, he could be in on it. I don't. I. I I guess at this point in time, take Uncle Cass's advice that assume
3: never assume anything. It's the first thing about research. Right,
1: but we have to assume that they already have two of the three pieces of the weapon that they're trying to assemble that will probably try to kill a god. I don't exactly know what their plan is, but if we don't assume that they have two of the three pieces and we only, and we only go off the basis that they have one of them, and if they get this third piece, they could be done. We have to assume they have both.
2: Edward, how, do, how does one typically kill a god exactly in your research?
3: Gods die... Uh one of three ways, generally speaking. Um the first most common is a slow process where people just stop believing in them. Gods get their power by belief in souls. You don't have any believers, souls stop coming to you because only those, you know, who believe in you souls go to you. You cease to exist. That's the most common way is there's been a litany of forgotten gods that no longer exist. Second way, gods can kill other gods, they fight each other um over similar domains to sworn enemies of each other. Uh, That's rare because it's hard for a god to interact with a god on their own realm because once a god leaves its realm, it's much less powerful. So to go into another god's realm and be able to kill it is extremely rare. Third, the most rare of all, is through the creation of some kind of divine instrument, spell, weapon, individual, something that has a power and a purpose to kill a god. And then Could a normal person wield something like that? If it's the right normal person, there's been stories of mortals killing gods. It's... I mean, what makes somebody able to do that is unknown. Uh, gods would go through great lengths to keep those things secret, though. Because if you're all-powerful, the last thing you want is people to think that you're not all-powerful. Mortals have killed gods in stories and legends, but the details of those are usually obscured.
2: What happens to that god's domain afterwards?
3: Kind of just depends on if another if another god has taken it, they generally usurp it, maybe change it radically, maybe destroy it. If nothing is there to take it, it just kind of disappears. doesn't exist anymore. The energy from the souls goes somewhere, usually the victor of the god battle. If there's a god battle, again, if it's the slow death, then was already fading from existence in the first place. And then if a unexpected kill, that's a fantastic question. All that energy has to go somewhere, but... Does Ceylon have any enemies? Most gods have enemies of opposite alignments. Well, who's Selun's? Well, Selun's primary god, goddess, adversary would be her sister, Used to be much more worshipped than she is now. They've always been secretive, but over the past, I don't know, a couple hundred years, it's believed that her sex have been virtually wiped out. Um, it would be her sister, Shar, uh, the daughter of Night. And then was waiting till after dinner to bring this up, but that's the spear.
2: It is after dinner. We're having dessert now. Touche.
3: She, her champions wielded spears. Shar's champions wielded spears? Yes. So that's... So... When I hear spear that pierced the god and say, Luna involvement... That's where my research has led me to. Nothing so hard.
0: We can assume that...
3: We can postulate.
0: This is where I wish it was a video <laughs> format because the face that I made. <laughs> <laughs> Vincent closes his eyes for a very long time. We can
3: postulate that Tabitha Silas. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt, uh, darling. She has like a simple blue woolen dress. Would you like to wear this while I launder your
2: clothes? Certainly. I'll get up to go get changed.
0: I think when she leaves the room... Kellen, can I talk to you outside real quick?
3: Yeah. Um, excuse us for... We're going we're to get some fresh air real quick. Yeah, your dad will start loading up his little pipe.
1: He's like,
3: oh, Okay. Did
1: we eat the pie?
3: Yeah, you guys have been sitting oh, eating okay. his yeah. pie. <laughs> <laughs> Kellen's like, <laughs> I want the pie, goddamn it. God <laughs> oh, damn it, I want some pie. Yes, no. Vincent's been very emotional, but he's been... He's eaten like four pieces of pie. His mouth
0: has got a chocolate. Eater. <laughs> <laughs> and so we'll go outside and... <sighs> I think Willow, hmm, I think she might be being used. And I think that everybody that didn't die in the Church of Selun might be in on it. And I think that it seems like from this that it seems pretty obvious now that these are worshippers of Shar who are trying to kill Selun and take power back. And I think that Willow might be at the center of this.
1: Well, if she is at the center of this, then their plans... Didn't go as expected because she's not with them. She's with us. So as long as
0: I, I'm wondering, though, if she's some sort of conduit for using the weapon. Well, she might be, but she has no reason to attack or kill Saloon. Sure. But she also doesn't have and I, I, this sounds cruel, but I don't know that she has the What's the word I'm looking for, like the ability to or she has the ability to be manipulated in made to do stuff like that because of I mean obviously something's taken her memories she's and I don't mean this and and she is a machine essentially
1: you know dad says we can't assume but if we assume that she is the conduit then we have her where we need her i think you're right i think that i, and don't it, know. I mean if it comes down
0: to it i feel like i know more but i'm more confused
3: you guys hear a blood curdling scream come from inside the cottage
2: Oh, shit.
0: I'll rush back in. I'll rush back in.
3: There is a shattered plate, and your mom is, like, sitting on her knees in the kitchen, like, visibly shaking and weeping. Willa, you kind of burst out of the room. You were Mm -hmm. getting changed in your your Mm -hmm. little blue woolen dress. Mm -hmm. On the floor next to your mom is your clothes that are bundled, like she was taking your clothes in there. Mm -hmm. Also, your your journal that was, like, tucked in, like, folds of your dress. Mm -hmm. The page where... Kellen is, dre- is sketched as a demon is open on the floor and your mom's like she's staring at her like visibly shaking and screaming and crying and your dad is kind of just standing over her is like just pale white
0: Stupid Wizards Actual People is Drew Burton as the DM, Derek Dix as Vincent Greybane, Josh Matney as Kellen Greybane, and Elizabeth Ryan as Will of the Warforged. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Swap Pod or TikTok at Stupid Wizards Podcast. Check out our bonus content on Patreon, patreoncom Stupid Wizards Actual People. You can find all those links and more at our website, StupidWizards.com. Episodes are released bi weekly, with the next new episode releasing on February 5th. Thank you so much for
1: listening. i play josh matt Schme- wait no nope. <laughs> god damn it I
0: don't, it's not even that you said i play josh ratty Is that that's not even how you started
1: <laughs> I know. everything you did was wrong <laughs> i forgot i don't remember what i'm supposed to say <laughs> It was just not the one thing. It was that it was all wrong from the beginning. <laughs>
3: you introduce yourself, then who you're playing.
1: I know, I know. I don't know how it goes. Hold on. He goes, I'm, I'm Josh, Josh Madden. <laughs> and, oh, and that's I all play... I, <laughs> and then, and I play."
3: supposed to say. And then I play.
2: Do you need me to write it up on a board for no. you? Damn,
0: I was going to put the fucking chess stuff at the end, but now I know what I'm putting at the
2: end. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You want to just start over? Nope. I've done mine. (laughs) And I'm Josh. Duty Duty cue cards. (laughs) I was looking at my fact, and the first words were I play Kellan Greybane, and that's what I said. So.